0: Sometimes Opal barks, but, you know, a bark in the cheese worth two in the yeah. apartment. Go
1: ahead. <laughs> Go ahead.
0: Natalie, hello. It's Thursday. <sighs> right? It's Thursday? Yeah.
1: It is. It's it is Thursday. Thursday. Tomorrow's Friday. Sure doesn't feel like it because of Labor Day. That threw off the whole week. I agree. Annoying.
0: Ryan said it felt like a Sunday today. Just
1: give us a whole week off, cowards.
0: Why can't it be labor week?
1: Labor week!
0: Also, also, why do we have to work so hard under this capitalist structure when there are enough resources that we could live fulfilling lives doing minimal work and sharing the profits?
1: I'm saying.
0: Okay, all right. Well, at least we're on the same page with that.
1: You know what else? Uh, Pedophiles. go ahead. I hate them. Right. What's, with, what's the deal
0: with pedophiles?
1: That sucks. That sucks what you're doing. You know what?
0: I don't like it either. And I'm even going to hit it with a boo. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Because that's what they deserve.
1: They do. Uh,
0: I have some a exciting ghosts.
1: and a lot of jail time. Go yeah. on.
0: I, I was just going to say uh, similar. I have a, a, an exciting ghost update. Okay. Um, that's not similar, uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna play the intro, okay, song, uh, and then do the intro words, and then uh, hit you and the listeners because I have to update the listeners on every every piece of this story with uh some ghost interaction.
1: All right, so we're gonna open with the ghost story. Yep. Did you want uh you got anything else planned? Let's just do an agenda right at the top of the pod. Oh
0: sure, yeah, I love that. I love that. Okay, so I have uh ghosts.
1: Ghost story. Love it. I
0: finished writing the script for the wedding I'm going to do.
1: Oh, love that. Would love to hear.
0: Yeah. So I wanted to check in with you on that. Uh, I made an appointment with my orthopedic surgeon. So we're going to discuss the, you know, the reasons behind that, what's going on there, doing that. Great. Great. Uh, I have a bit about how frustrating it's been to tell my family that Pete Holmes is going to be on our podcast.
1: Okay. And because they kind of don't get it, I'm assuming? They they don't get it. Okay. They don't.
0: They're like... I'm like, guys, I'm having Pete Holmes on my podcast. And because they're all old or out of touch or whatever, they're like, oh, who's who's that? Oh, let me Google. I think I've seen him before. And it's like, who do you want me to get on the podcast? You know what I mean?
1: Howard Stern.
0: Howard Stern. Howard Stern.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Play the intro. Play the intro.
0: So that's it, huh? Your chips are down and you're throwing the towel. I don't think so because there's still one podcast out there that we can count on hey everyone hey folks hey everyone what's (laughs) up everyone you're listening to my ex and i with natalie Natalie, and michael two people who used to date but don't anymore they talk about their lives dating relationships basically everything else but they're not professionals they're just making jokes don't take anything they say too seriously it's my ex and I podcast. Natalie can't stop talking and Michael can't stop bleeding. They're Talkin talking exes, exes for, for the rest of you. Why would you start a podcast with your ex? Because loneliness is that hard. Hey, everybody. I'm Howard Stern.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Natalie.
0: And my ex and I.
1: <laughs> I didn't date Howard Stern. That's um, true. <laughs> so, so everybody, I'm, I just like, listen, I'm going to apologize right off the top here. Um, because I know I brought some strong energy, you know, uh, strong, you know, anti-pedophile energy, which I'm always happy to bring to a room, but I just wanted to let everybody know that I am in a bad mood right now. Uh, not for any particular reason, just, just, it's just the emotion that I'm the, the emotional hat that I'm wearing right this second. And I just decided, and I told Michael this, that if there was any, if there was going to be any kind of you know, energy for me at all on this podcast today, if there was going to be any kind of like contribution for me, it was going to be a cranky, angry one. So yeah. that's, that's kind of the space that I'm in. And then we heard Michael's agenda. So just swirl those around, uh, in your mental Dutch oven and let's see what kind of podcasts that we come up with.
0: Yes. And, and we agreed that you would direct that anger in, you know, in, in the right direction. And I think pedophiles was a good one to start with. It's like, if you're going to be angry,
1: it's the top of my list. It's the be top of my list. Be angry at the pedophiles. Of,
0: yeah, honestly.
1: Things that I don't like.
0: Probably the top of mine too. Yeah. Should be the top of everyone's really.
1: I would hope so. Well, and you'd be surprised. That's uh, true. Because a lot of people are. And it's a, a lot of men specifically and it's unfortunate.
0: I agree. And a lot of, a lot of those dudes, uh, if, if they're not themselves, will support uh, people that have been accused or outright proven to be. Yeah, it's, or, or it's actually shockingly
1: low to me how low pedophiles are on the actual list of things that we're all collectively angry about usually.
0: Yes. And it's funny to see people do the mental gymnastics of like, well, obviously I don't support, this is such a weird, a weird <laughs> note to start on, but I love it. Uh I don't, su- obviously I don't support grown men having sex with like 12 year olds. But then for some reason, when it gets to be like 16, 17, they're like, uh, y- you know, I mean,
1: it's because young girls, young girls immediately have to be women. Like we don't, our childhood is so much less than a man's. A man can be a child really for his entire life. Women have to to grow up very, very quickly. Um, it's, it's very unfortunate. There's a lot of unfortunate things about it. Anyway, you had a list of other things to talk about.
0: (laughs) That's true. So I, uh, you know, my dad died. Oh, right.
1: God, goodness. And so did the queen.
0: And so did the queen.
1: <laughs>
0: so speaking of ghosts,
1: I'm not Your dad one. died a while ago. We all know that. If anybody knew, ago. it didn't just happen.
0: It's, yeah, that's very true. Ryan actually asked me while we were playing Rocket League the other day if I was a child when my father died. And I realized, wow, that was a real gap in our friendship <laughs> where he was not around. <laughs> um, so he died a, a couple years ago. I can't remember off the top of my head. But uh, I have not had any weird connection with him. I, I thought I heard his voice in my apartment one time, but I think I was just grieving very strangely. Um, and I'm not one that believes in the supernatural. I'm not into ghosts. I, I would love to see a ghost, kind of. Um, but ideally in a controlled setting, not my home. You know, I want to go ghost hunting, um, but I don't want to have a ghost hunt me.
1: Right. If that makes sense. You don't want to be the ghost hunter.
0: Exactly. Exactly. I want to be the one in control. I got the teddy bear that they make talk and the the EMF, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I've watched some ghost hunting shows, but last night.
1: I haven't. So that sounds insane to me.
0: Oh, listen, there are some. <laughs> my favorite ghost hunting stuff is like satirical, but they actually do it. You know what I mean? Uh, there's a great YouTube video called California on ghost hunting or California on ghosts. It's by a YouTuber named Casim G and it's very funny. Um, but anyway, last night I was in my home. Uh, the evening was winding down. My mother was going to bed. I was in the hallway and I w- was saying goodnight to her. I turned around and looked through a doorway at my front door, the front mm-hmm. door of my home, which was open.
1: I'm right? picturing it. I've been at that angle.
0: You, yeah. You've seen it. You've seen it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The door, slams shut but does not completely close it was a very strange movement for a door to make
1: and it didn't make sense it doesn't make sense as a gust of wind it doesn't make sense as any kind of air current that's super i'm telling you right now i was not there but just the layout of the situation yes i can corroborate that it does not make sense
0: it, and it's a, it's a pretty heavy door. It's a front door. You know what I mean? It's, it's not like an inside door. And, you know, we have, we have wind moving into the house if we have windows open while it's storming or something. And occasionally my bedroom door will slam closed. But that's during a storm. And it was, like, a little windy last night, but certainly not any, any crazy wind. Uh, so we can, we can mark that off as a possibility straight away. Additionally, I tried to recreate the speed. At which this door moved afterwards. I like opened it to where it was and I tried to get it to go as fast as it did. But every time it would slam shut, I could not get it to stop where it stopped when when this happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my first thought was animal. Obviously, there are three animals walking around this house, two cats and a dog. Um, but my cats are not big. They're little kittens, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They can't close a the door. They can't even open a door. No, no. Um, And if they were to like run into this door, I would have heard a cat head hit the door. You know what I mean? I I would have heard that. Then there Um, would have been,
1: you would have probably seen a cat.
0: I would have seen a cat. One one of my cats is a little black and he's got no eyes, but I still would have seen him move.
1: Yeah, right, right.
0: Uh, The only other explanation I had was maybe there's a rug under the door. Maybe the cat moved the rug very quickly and that, that moved the door. But there were two boxes atop the rug. And those were not disturbed. The rug was not moved, so no rug. Right. Uh, There's a dog who could have bumped into the door, but I very quickly realized that she was laying across the house. She was not moving. She's got a bad ACL. It was not the dog. No. So now Michael's spooked, right? Mm -hmm. I Mm -hmm. see that, don't like it, see the dog. Oh, God, it's not a cat. And so I scream. Mm -hmm. Scream's the wrong word. I yell. I did that earlier. Uh, I made that mistake earlier. Because scream makes it sound like I was like, ah, which isn't true. Uh, I sc- <laughs> I yelled like,
1: <laughs> like, hey,
0: you know, like really. Is that what you did? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wanted to text you that last night that I, that I yelled, hey, but it sounded, in text, the tone was like, hey. And it wasn't that. It wasn't that. It was a very like, hey.
1: Okay.
0: You know, trying to scare scare a person, a like fella. A,
1: like a bark from a like human man. Like a bark. Man. It was
0: a human bark. That's exactly a right. human
1: bark. Okay. Great. Uh,
0: I did not get a response. No. Uh, and if someone was, was in the house and then quickly left because they realized that the house they were trying to rob was indeed occupied, I would have heard the screen door close because sure. there's another door on the other side. And so I thought, well, this fella... Uh, I, if, if someone is breaking in, they must still be in the home. And so I grabbed a knife and I, was, I walked around the home ready to stab a guy, uh, which is a big improvement from the last time I thought this was happening. When I was a teenager, I grabbed a knife and immediately assumed that whoever was breaking in would overpower me. And so I put the knife back. But now 29-year-old Michael takes the knife. Great. Yeah. Great. Uh, I, did, I did a surveillance. I cleared all the rooms no person okay no. no so now we've ruled out weather we've ruled out animals and we've ruled out people and okay. so the only logical explanation ghost 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 ghost, ghost or
1: move super ghost
0: uh super ghost potentially yeah which is even scarier uh than than regular ghost um and you told me that the moon the pie moon could have done it
1: Okay, well, not qu- so. There's a full moon in Pisces on Saturday, right. right? So leading up to that, you know, Pisces is the the last of the astrological signs, and so it's a, it's associated mm. with like, um, kind of being like the last stop before another plane or another oh. realm. It's it's very close to to people who are Pisces. It's like are said to be like more like psychic and have ghost experiences and kind of like more than any other sign
0: Yeah, uh, yeah.
1: associated with the, the, the unknown. And so,
0: okay. Yeah. Okay. In this,
1: in this time leading up to the Pisces full moon, it, the veil between realms is thinning ghosts okay. are, are I think ghosts are more likely.
0: Yeah. Uh, that is what so, you said. <laughs> you said the veil of the realms is thinning to me last night and it, yeah, it clicked it's with true. me. Listen, true. again, I'm not, I'm not one of those dudes. Uh, I do don't I am. Uh, I'm definitely
1: one of those you're dudes. You're definitely
0: one of those dudes, yeah. But, but I need you now because I got spooked and I never get spooked, okay? Okay. So this, this happens. Uh, and, you know, my dad's been dead for a couple pie moons. And so it's not like this is his first opportunity, but you never know. You know, maybe it took some time. Uh, additionally, as I was thinking about it, my father, the night he died— was taken out of that door in a stretcher and very much did not want to go to the hospital and told my mom like, Hey, make sure I come pick me up in like 10 minutes. I don't want to be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that could have been him closing the door. You never know. Mm. Okay. So I had that on my mind. Uh, and today I was working. Everything felt cool. Uh, not cold. Cause I know that's a sign of ghosts, but everything you, felt normal.
1: Did you do what I said to do?
0: I have not done that yet, but I I am planning on it, especially after this update. So I was sitting on my couch by the front door answering emails. Uh, My cat was behind me. The dog was on the floor. The dog looks at the door and starts growling. Closed door. It's locked. There's no one in the house. This dog doesn't growl. You've heard the dog bark when she has to go potty, but she looks at me and barks and says, I have to go outside, please. Uh, I've life. never, I've never heard her growl at any anything. Um, I've never really heard her make the noise that she made, but she was just laying there, staring at the door and growling. Uh, and I thought, I don't like that. Uh, I don't like that. And so I got up and did again. I did a surveillance. I stole the knife. I'd never put it back. Uh, cleared the house once again. No one was breaking in again. Uh, but this dog was was growling at the front door. Um. Which I don't love. No. I don't love. You gave me some options on how to perhaps protect uh, the door or shoo the ghosts away, I think uh, mm-hmm. is how you said it. Um, so I'm going to take those necessary steps. Uh, but honestly, if it's not my dad, I would welcome a ghost. If it is my dad, I would prefer to not. I don't want that.
1: Sure. Sure.
0: Anyone else, I'll be fine with, but not. I, I don't want George Bishop back in this house, roaming around looking for yeah, tequila.
1: Right, right. Yeah. You yeah, know, we don't like that. It's it's uh it's challenging because I don't I I don't believe in ghosts, but also I always believe my friends. You know what I mean? Yes, like- totally.
0: Listen, I don't believe in ghosts either. I'm ready to be a believer if if uh, these things keep happening. Um, but again, I'm, I do, do not currently think it was a ghost because I do think that there's some other logical explanation that would explain this away. Uh, however, I'm keeping my eye out.
1: Well, I mean, regardless. Listen, who am I to say if it's real or not? Who am I to determine? Sorry, I feel like I'm echoing a lot in this room because I've rearranged things and there's more empty space. Oh, have
0: you? Okay. I, I did notice that too. I can do echo cancellation, so don't worry about it. But I I appreciate you validating the feeling that I had of like, oh, it sounds a little echoey.
1: Okay. Sick. Yeah. Um, and I took a significant large object off the wall, so that's also, okay, that'll do it. it. That'll do it. Um, but yeah, it's not my place to determine what's right or wrong, but if you're going to do anything about it, like if you want to feel any form of control and like you're maybe contributing to the outcome that you want. Yeah. It's gotta be like a folk magic situation, man. People, that's what I'm saying. People have been around, you know, the witches have been writing for years. So this is their time.
0: I'm gonna have to reach out to a witch. You got it. Get, get this pie moon under control. It's on Saturday.
1: Yep, yep.
0: Uh, so I'll be keeping my eye out on eye out on Saturday. Yeah, I'll be watching. Keep,
1: keep your eye on the moon, man. <clears throat> uh, I, oh I, I. So one of the, I think one of the reasons that I'm cranky is because I had I've been I got a new therapist, but we're still only I, I just had my second session with her. And I really needed therapy this week. Like I really just had some stuff I wanted to, to think about that are like very present. And it was still part of the, the, we were still in the intake process. And so it ended up just being a session where I had to talk about stuff, but it wasn't the stuff I wanted to. And yeah. so now I've got like that emotional hangover, but also none of the things that I wanted to get resolved
0: Ooh. got resolved. Yeah. Paige
1: very eloquently described it as therapy blue balls. Uh, <laughs> it's 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 unpleasant. I don't feel good, but also I'm, a, I'm extra annoyed because I've had to do a lot of these. I think you have probably also had to do a lot of these. Just whenever you talk to a healthcare professional about mental health for whatever reason, yeah. they're going to give you this dumb fucking handout survey. Yep. Where yep. there's just a series of very vague scenarios. Where all of the answers to them would be like incredibly nuanced and complex and intimate. And I'd really have to like, in order to answer these questions faithfully, I'd really have to get into the inner workings of my brain. But yeah. no, that's not the diagnostic tool we do. We just have you assign a little number. <laughs> and then at the end, we add up all the numbers. And the higher the number is, the more mentally ill you are. Yeah. Yep. Um, I've absolutely how they, done those. That's how that works. And it's so stupid. Very um, stupid. And I have it pulled up right now, and I'm not going to read you the whole thing. but I'm I would just, love
0: some examples, though.
1: I ju- yeah, I just want to read you a couple of them where it's just like, what the fuck?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I love this.
1: Um, Yeah, so like...
0: Because I want to know how similar it is to the ones I've done.
1: So the ones that you get at like a primary care physicians are extra fucking stupid.
0: yes. This yes.
1: was an intake form for a therapist proper, so mm. it's a little more in-depth, but... It's still very stupid to me, and I don't enjoy these. Um, the rating scale is zero to four. Um, none, <laughs> slight, mild, moderate, severe. So okay. rate your reaction to these things, feeling down, depressed, or hopeless. Fucking.
0: All right. Yeah. Like, okay. Yep, what? yep, yep. Jesus Christ.
1: What's your number? I don't yeah. know. I fucking uh, <laughs> um feeling irritated, grouchy, or angry. We're talk we're so having feelings is, is the question. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you get upset?
1: Do you get upset mm-hmm. ever? How many? Would you say a one or a four? How many? How many upsets? How many upsets four. do you get? Four? You get
0: four, four now for sure.
1: Feeling nervous, anxious, frightened, worried, or on edge. What? Uh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> How much of a person are you? Honestly, the other side of this is just uh, psychopathy or or sociopathy. It's just like that's not good.
1: Um, one that I especially hated is um, problems with sleep that affect your sleep quality. <laughs> What? <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> I want to know. Yeah, I want to know what problems with sleep don't affect your sleep quality.
1: Like I cry myself to sleep every night, but when I get asleep, it's great. It's so good. <laughs> I keep in those REM cycles. My eyes are swollen, but they are shut.
0: Yes, they shut and I sleep like a baby. And in like that, little- I wake up crying.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Christ. That is um,
0: Unbelievable.
1: And then okay the, the last one and maybe this is this is one that I kind of rated high telling on myself. And maybe it is a valid question, but I still think it's stupid. Yeah. Feeling detached or distant from yourself, your body, your physical surrounding or your memories.
0: Oh, interesting. Okay. Okay. That yeah, see that's one that I would be like, "Okay, are we experiencing uh, But it's also
1: like just egregious because it's like Oh, what a great thought-provoking question, therapist. I can't yes. wait to talk about this. No, no. Uh, number.
0: Yep. Is, yeah, a, exactly.
1: Is it is two? And and primary <laughs> care doctors are especially especially guilty of that because yes. they'll literally sit there and you're like on the crinkle paper bed, just yep. like feeling super vulnerable. And they'll, they'll be like, oh, so you feel sad five out of seven days a week. And you're <laughs> like, eh. It's not like a precise cutoff at midnight. Yeah,
0: exactly. Exactly. Yes, that's very true. And then additionally, uh, because I know you can relate to this, I'm signing off on all those things. Depressed? Sure. Anxious? Hell yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Disassociating? Yeah, sometimes for sure. Uh, Like sleep more than being awake? Absolutely. But then they get that list and they're like, oh, they don't know where to start. It's not like, okay, let's talk about your anxiety because you also have the depression and the
1: makes me think that normal people are just like zero 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 zero. Ooh, i relate yeah. to this one five zero. and it's like right ooh, diagnosed and i i don't know what to do with myself
0: i i don't either I, and that that blows my mind that some people are walking through life with just the anxiety aspect of this or just the depressed like you're not you're not depressed and anxious what are you <laughs> some sort of fucking mormon what's going on <laughs>
1: Yeah, dude. How is that possible? Yeah, dude. I don't know.
0: Huh. Huh. Well, at least we're together down here. Truly. Uh, truly. I I do appreciate that.
1: If any of you out there have ever taken one of these stupid fucking things and just spent the whole time thinking about how stupid it was, I'm with you.
0: Yeah. As Cecil Otter, the rapper from the Doomtree Collective once said Defeat feels beautiful together.
1: Yeah, that's great. That's Mm -hmm. beautiful. Thank you. The
0: breeze feels suitable to weather.
1: Thank you. That's good. That's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's
0: good. <laughs> That's good. And the way you said it was, I appreciate what you did, but it's over. It's a- <laughs> That's good.
1: <laughs> let's get, let's get what next on your list.
0: Yeah. So speaking of, uh, otters, that Cecil otter quote, uh, I finished writing my whole sermon for the upcoming wedding. The sermon. <laughs> That I will officiate. It is called a sermon. I okay. am a clergyman. Um, I, dude, damn it. I wish I would have brought it. But they, I ordered all my things, right? Mm-hmm. I ordered uh, the, uh, this nice certificate that looks like a diploma with, that says I'm a minister. Uh, I ordered a marriage certificate for my two friends and then a couple other ones in case I want to do more.
1: Oh, wow. Uh, I didn't know that you were in charge of ordering the marriage certificate. You could have really fucked that up, huh?
0: So I absolutely could uh, <laughs> Here's the thing, though. So I get to sign the marriage license, but there, there is a distinction between a marriage license and a marriage certificate. Sure. The, the marriage license, they have to go to the courthouse and get it because they have to be there to you know do, uh, file all the paperwork or whatever. The marriage certificate is a separate thing that you get after the ceremony that will then prove that you are married to other people. So that's that's the thing I have. Um, I got that still very important. Absolutely. Um, And then they just sent me a bunch of extra like priest goodies uh, or minister goodies. Uh, So first of all, I got this for my wallet that just says uh, this man is a minister. I love it. Um, Universal Life Church Church Ministries credentials of ministry Michael George Bishop in accordance with the Universal Life Church very lovely, wow. uh so I have that in my wallet and then they also just gave me this weird like badge that you clip onto a lanyard or something
1: mm-hmm.
0: um or like a <laughs> like a pocket <laughs> it
1: just says priest
0: it it says clergy. <laughs> sure. It just says clergy with their logo, and I don't know what that is for, but I, I sure you do love having it. You me. could
1: walk in at any funeral.
0: I could walk in and any funeral. I can do funerals nope, and I can I can baptize I. I was thinking like a Delta Lounge or something, you know, just oh, like walking yeah. in there, like listen, I don't have the miles, but I'm here to just, you know, be the spiritual representation of Delta Airlines.
1: I'm uh, you see the you see the badge?
0: You see the the badge? It's the badge. it is laminated. So, so I'm gonna I'll take I'll take that peanut.
1: I'll be going into the American Express lounge.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the American Express lounge. <laughs> A credit card company uh, sponsored this lounge. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I I, I prepared my sermon. Um, You're not going to read
1: it for us. You got to do that. It's got to drop at the wedding.
0: It's going to drop at the wedding for sure. And it's too long. It, I, I would I would be boring everybody. Sure. Um, but I included that bit that I read, I reworked it a little bit, but I, I did share a little bit of it on this podcast, uh, the other week. And I fit that in there very nicely. Um, and you know, they have to be kind of long, you know, it's not just like a couple, a couple quick jabs and then you're there. Um no, it's, and then five. it's not a tie five. And then there's also like the formal things that you have to say, the, the repeat after me's and the, do you take and the blah, 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 that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, which I was a little bit nervous about because although I've seen weddings, um, I didn't memorize it, you know? Sure. Uh, and so I found, I found this like very basic script online and then I went line by line and like edited things and made it my own, cut out all the Bible shit, inserted a, a Carl Sagan quote, you know? And so like sure. I, I'm reworking things and tailoring it to, to my friend and, and his lovely fiance. Uh, and so... I, I think I think I got it. I think I nailed it. It's it's four pages in Google Docs. Um, wow. I've I've run through it a couple times, and I gotta say, I think your boy did it.
1: Nice. I think so. Your boy do did you it. get to have like note cards, or you gotta get that all up in your head? Downloaded.
0: It. It's never gonna be downloaded in my head. There's no way. And and uh, the wedding I just went to, the guy had like a nice little like uh, you know one of those like. Uh, A little folio? It's like a folio. Yeah, exactly. I think, I think a folio is, a portfolio is what you would call it. Like a leather, uh, thick folder. You know what I mean? Thick folder. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? One of those. And so he had, he had, he had one of those. And so I think, you know, I'll probably have something similar. Uh, and I think, you know, I like, I fucking, I kept it kind of traditional, but I modernized it and I made it sound really pretty. And so I think, I think, I think I got it.
1: Hell yeah. That's sick. I'm, well, I'm, I'm, very excited excited. For, I'm excited for it to drop and I can't wait to hear how it goes.
0: <laughs> I'm going to, we'll record it. We'll put it on the podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I hope your friends are okay with one episode of our podcast just being just the being wedding my, audio. Just my
0: sermon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I imagine they would be. I imagine it, they would be.
1: It, that would be weird considering the title of our
0: podcast. hundred uh, percent. Oh, that is so funny. That's very true. That's very true.
1: Um, Yikes.
0: And while I was ordering my credentials, I, I, you know, saw my ordination date and it was like, it was so fucking long ago. So I get to talk about that. How, you know, Jake, Jake was with me when I got ordained online and it was like, it was 2013 that I, wow. that I did this. And so almost a decade almost ago.
1: Almost a decade ago. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's special. It's cool. I'm it's cool. I'm so happy for them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> they're going to, man, they're going to be so fucking happy for the rest of their lives. Great. Huh? It's going
1: to be great. I'm great. It's great. Just, it's great.
0: It's really great, cool great, for great. you guys that you like mm-hmm. have someone that you know. Mm-hmm.
1: Like, mm-hmm. I bet <laughs> they love each other.
0: <laughs> I bet they do too. Listen, while I was writing some of that stuff, I was just like
1: throwing uh, up. Boy, yeah, puken throwing up. Puken. Throwing up.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: No, I have. Uh, I have no tolerance. My favorite thing to do now is see like. Lovey dovey TikToks of girls showing off their boyfriends and just commenting like I'm gonna walk into a lake with stones in my pocket. <laughs> it's I hate it here. I hate what you're doing.
0: That's your favorite
1: thing. To do? <laughs> That's my favorite thing to do.
0: <sighs> oh man, I I gotta send you some other videos, man. Like, <laughs> I've been watching Uber drivers kick people out, I just which comment is comment nice.
1: so much that it's all the algorithm shows me now. They think I love it.
0: She's really engaging with these posts. <laughs> this is cruel, going great.
1: A cruel twist of fate.
0: Eight hours a day. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. There, yeah. There is going to be, there is going to certainly be pieces of that. And uh, you know, uh, thankfully we're interviewing Pete Holmes uh, before this wedding. Yes. And I am going to ask uh, he, him and Valerie about how to truly feel this and get inspired to mm-hmm. like, You know, I've done the writing, but I can write all day. It's like honestly delivering these lines. I do. Right, right. I would love some advice from some people. How are you
1: going to not laugh?
0: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Or just like dead eye, you know, just fucking stare into space and say very, very monotone.
1: I hope you guys support each other forever. Uh,
0: you're going to love each other and, uh, right. <laughs>
1: Yeah. You really got to get yourself in the wedding spirit and I have yes. no advice. So you better ask Pete.
0: Well, I'm going to ask Pete and Val. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah but dude, uh, so speaking of those two, I have told, well, anyone who will listen that Pete Holmes is going to be on our podcast.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, a lot of them being family members, some people being like former coworkers. I told. Uh, At this national conference that I went to in Houston and all of them are old. uh, And I cannot express the frustration of like, how do you guys not know? He's, he's such a huge part of my, my life and the content that I've consumed. And you're saying, oh, I think I've heard of him. Mm -hmm. I just.
1: I'm so sorry, man. I need
0: someone to say, man, that's so cool.
1: It's so cool. Uh, it's really cool. You know, if you're having this problem, just describing him as a guest on our podcast, I can't imagine if he ever walks into an establishment and is expected to be treated like a famous person. Does that?
0: Yeah. Right. Right.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I feel like, (laughs) I feel like if you told him that he'd be like, cool, man. Sometimes I like can't board an airplane first (laughs) because people don't know. No, I'm sure he gets priority boarding. He's very well-respected.
0: I would assume so. Yeah. And he's, he's got that quiche, you know, he got to get those upgrades flies a lot. So he probably has a lot of free miles. You know, you gotta, you gotta travel well.
1: I don't think I'm ever going to be the kind of person who has miles. You know, where am I going?
0: I I think I, I hopefully will now that I have this job. One thing that I didn't take advantage of in my last position was we would, we would fly occasionally, and they would allow you to use your uh, account or airline miles and build up miles under your name, not them. So like they would pay for everything, but you would kind of reap the benefits that the airline is providing for buying those tickets. And I never did it. I just never set up a free account with any airline to actually do those things. Uh-huh. And I haven't been doing that with this current job, but I fucking need to. I need to sign up with Delta and get them fucking miles, baby.
1: Yeah. Because
0: I want to fly, fly first class.
1: That's rich people currency right there.
0: Exactly. And I want to do that. I want to get in the lounge. I want to and not the have American to The American Express Lounge. The American Express Lounge. And I know I'm a clergyman and I should, I should, should be able be to get in anyway. there for free. But, but like yeah, it'd be nice to have a legitimate reason to go in there. Sure. Uh, and you and I flew first class and it's nice. It's nice.
1: I don't know that I've been on an airplane since that.
0: Is that true? Yeah. Wow. Huh. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. That was a long time ago.
1: That was a long time. I don't fly. I've been on a lot of
0: airplanes since then.
1: I take a lot of buses.
0: You take a lot of buses. I was going to say, you got, you have like a more, you got like a blue collar approach to travel, which I really
1: mm-hmm. like. Yeah. I'm, I'm down here with the, the, the working class. Yeah. The you're like,
0: Mike, can you drop me off? You never call me Mike. Can you drop me off at this fucking bus station? I'm going to catch this greyhound to, to Chi town. And I'm like, oh, hell yeah,
1: man. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. admire that. Yeah,
0: I'm dropping you off at bus stations that don't even look like bus stations. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, is this a is this a bus station or a fucking or a pizza? You know,
1: hut? a closed down Dunkin' Donuts. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, you dropped me off at a very scary bus station in Dayton. I'm just I did. Now kind of remembering that because I was just talking about it to my mom because she was the one that picked me up, and I was like, "Who the fuck dropped me off?" And I'm just now remembering it was you.
0: That was your boy. And I, I had to stick around until you got on that goddamn bus because it was uh, kind of
1: sketchy. Kind of sketchy. So that's what I do instead of your, your upper crust <laughs> in the air above all of us, Michael.
0: Listen, I don't like it.
1: I think do. I don't do. like them planes. I, 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 you listen, used to. I used, used to really you love. You used to love it.
0: I used to love it, but that was kind of like I was in a honeymoon phase of flying, and I was just like, oh, look at me. I'm, a, I'm an adult. I'm going through airport security by myself. This is so cool, blah, 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 but now it's like, fucking hell, I got to go through airport security today. Uh, it's kind of lost the allure that it once had.
1: That's why you got to get that pre-check. That's the next level up. Oh, That's how you maintain airline enthusiasm. They've set it so up for right.
0: you. You're so right. Dude, the, the fucking, the TSA pre I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it because I it makes life so much easier. I got it for free one time. They just were like, "Hey, we're overwhelmed. Go through the TSA pre." And I gotta say, that's that's the way to fly, baby. I'm saying. And I'm going to Nollins uh, in October, and so that's maybe fine. I'll try to get it before that. You should. Yeah, and then another thing though about me not liking it as much is I'm always traveling for work, and so. I think I also think that factors into it where it's like, uh, you know, I don't I don't book this travel. I don't I'm not choosing the destination. I think yeah. I've probably taken like 40 flights since we had that first class trip to New York. And I maybe be, I maybe chose the destination one time, <laughs> which, you know. Yeah, there's the never
1: magic. there's never a beach on the other end.
0: There's never a beach on the other end. No, no. I'm only going to see the hotel when yeah. I when I get to this place.
1: Yeah, that's got a real like traveling salesman kind of feel.
0: It really does. Yeah, it really does. And that's the life I chose. Some people say I'm like George Clooney in Up or what is it?
1: What? In up, up in the
0: Air? No, no, no. What's that movie called where he did Anna Kendrick and George Clooney?
1: Why would you, why would I have seen that? <laughs> what? what about me? It's actually,
0: it's a good movie up in the.
1: <laughs> makes you think that I've seen that?
0: Yeah, Up in the Air. Uh, 2009, George Clooney well, and a Kendrick well,
1: uh, film. I was way busy in 2009. <laughs> <laughs> I was not watching fucking movies.
0: I'll tell you what, that movie is worth it. Just to see the first 20 minutes, that's mostly about George Clooney going through the airport with all of his miles and being able to, like... Do the TSA pre and go into the lounge and, like, you know, like have the luxurious first class lifestyle that you get when you're a traveling salesman.
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah. yeah. So I recommend that's my recommendation of the week is the mo- movie Up in the Air from
1: 2009. Great. <laughs> Great. I'm sorry. All I can do today is be a huge bitch. All I can do, Michael. That's no, all I, love I know it. how to do. Listen,
0: listen. That's, that's why you have a co-host. So I can take you through this and you can, you can shoot down my movie recommendations.
1: I'm, I would love nothing more. <laughs> I hate your movie recommendations. And
0: what's funny is he, he's actually not a traveling salesman. It's kind of the opposite. He's traveling around to fire people. He's a professional fire. Mm,
1: mm-hmm. that's, that's an unfortunate job.
0: It is. Is and you know that's kind of an Anna Kendrick's struggle throughout the movie is that she's kind of training with him and traveling with him to see, to like you know earn her chops. So but this, she doesn't.
1: This like is 2009, it. and Anna Kendrick is in this. Is this pre Twilight, pre Pitch Perfect? Like, do we know Anna Kendrick oh, at this point in time?
0: That's a really good question. She certainly looks fucking super young, and that's kind of like I think why she was cast because she was supposed to be this. Uh, this super, like, young, impressionable person. So Twilight came out in 2008, the first one.
1: Okay, so she's, she's hot off.
0: Hot off Twilight. Hot Pitch off Perfect. Twilight. This, it's well before Pitch Perfect, though. That came out in 2012.
1: That's okay. She's building up to it. She's got to do a couple up in the airs before she oh, gets absolutely. to Pitch Perfect,
0: you know? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, that's her problem with the, with the whole position there. Great. <laughs> so, moving down the agenda, um,
1: huh. What what's next?
0: The next one is that I scheduled an appointment with my orthopedic surgeon uh, because your boy has some bone trouble. Sure. Um, now, that means that's orthopedic bones. I don't have, you know, any other bone trouble. Uh, so, ah. my joints are all bad, right? Uh, and when I was nine, when I was a wee boy, I dislocated my kneecap and I had to have a big reconstructive surgery on this knee performed by the surgeon. And then a year later, dusted my tib fib, uh, as we discussed shattered, on the podcast, yeah. just shattered,
1: bro. But you you know, were, you broke Michael broke.
0: I broke, I broke it real for real. You know how people break bones and it's just like snap in half and it's like, no. what's that? That's not, no. that's not a break.
1: No.
0: Yeah, you're a little baby if you think that's a break.
1: You, your body became ravioli.
0: That's just true.
1: All the bones rolling around in there.
0: That's very true. So uh, the result of that is, is some uh, permanent damage that happened.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Famously, I can't bend or straighten my left knee all the way. Everyone knows. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, I've kind of dealt with that. But now I'm approaching 30. And I knew, my doctor basically told me, you're going to need your knee replaced. Uh, We should start talking about that. And he told that to me when I was like uh, 16 or 17 years old, which was Mm -hmm. a while ago. Sure. Uh, And I put it off because I was like, no, you know, I can can handle this. Everything is manageable right now. And so I put it off. But now the knee is getting to the point where it's, (laughs) it took a turn. Yeah. I think even in like the last couple of weeks, it took a turn. Yesterday, I got a package delivered by FedEx. And then I noticed that the FedEx driver went to his car and was sitting in the van in front of my house for an hour, hmm. uh, which was very strange behavior. And I got up to see if he was like, all right, or what he was doing. And my knee just like locked mm. and hurt really bad. And I was, I was standing there and I was like, oh, I can't, I can't move it. I can't hmm. move. This is mm-hmm. bad. Um, and typically when that happens, I just, it's like mid stride. And then I just like take another step, you know, limp a little bit and then it it comes back. But I was standing there for like a minute and I Mm. I, I was just like, oh, I don't know what to, I don't know what to do here. And so I just like grabbed the back of my knee and kind of bent it and straightened it a couple of times. And then it kind of, it kind of came back and I was Mm. able to walk. Mm. Um, but then that happened again later in the day. And I, that's, that's no good. I can't, I can't be doing that. And so I think it's time to maybe get a knee replacement and I've scheduled the consultation.
1: That's good. Yeah,
0: I am getting really a new knee.
1: I'm very proud of you for that.
0: Thank you. That, <laughs> dude, I, I know you're sincere in that because I have trouble scheduling appointments like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have trouble like taking the initiative and actually scheduling the thing that I need
1: to do if this is a weird thing to say but i think one of the things that i've always like wanted for you in terms of like from the perspective of like being your ex-girlfriend is like yeah i've always thought like god i hope he ends up with a partner with like a stronger stomach than me because when you talk about things i like especially like with it being you I can't breathe. (laughs) Like I, I, it, like, it makes me so like physically like upset for you. And I've, I've, I've always just thought like he definitely belongs with somebody who is a lot stronger than me in that respect. But it just like hurts me so much that you have to do that
0: kind of thing. I am. First of all, I kind, I, that's unfortunate, but I, I love that because I can feel how much you love me, you know, <laughs> saying those words. Uh, but it's funny because I always interpreted that as like a gross out when I was taught when I, I would be like getting infusions or something. Obviously, you don't like needles. And so I always assumed or interpreted your aversion to those things as like, oh, Natalie's just kind of like grossed out by this. It's not that she is is hurting for me because I hurt. <laughs>
1: No, it's but I mean, like that
0: knee thing I could see it physically pained you when I was talking about that.
1: Yeah. And I I I again, I just it I I feel like a bad friend. You deserve somebody who does not get physically ill at the thought of you in pain. But uh that's all I've got for you right <laughs> no, now. No.
0: That's very sweet. I <laughs> I very much uh appreciate it certainly. Um but yeah, I need I I probably need to marry like a nurse who can, who can (laughs) take care of it.
1: Yeah, totally. Totally. (laughs) Even, even you could shoot for a surgeon, man.
0: Oh, that would be nice.
1: Yeah. And then that's just in-house.
0: Discount? I don't think they do surgery in-house.
1: No, I'm saying like, it's like, (laughs) you know, you don't have to, you're not, you're not hiring a contractor at that point. Like it's, 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 it's internal.
0: That's true. That's true. And I can do my consultations at home.
1: Marriage is like a business. If there's anything I know about <laughs> relationships.
0: This is Natalie's sermon.
1: Yeah. It's that marriage is a business and we all know in business, it's better to have people, internal teams doing the work, the people who are going to be closest to you rather than outsourcing because, you know, a regular degular surgeon, they're an agency. They've got lots and lots of clients and it's that's like, they're, true. they're not going to get to know your knee. Absolutely they're not, not. They're not going to understand your knee's brand story. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: my knees brand story (laughs) my knees brand story right now is kind of like the automotive industry in the united states you know like it was it was used
1: to be great
0: it was flourishing at one point Mm -hmm. absolutely but now we're just holding on to scraps literally (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. and trying to make it work but boy it's struggling
1: Holding and your the, pants and up. And the tigers are terrible this season. Belt.
0: With the rust belt. <laughs> I got a rusty, rusty knee.
1: Rusty knee.
0: With a rusty belt. Mm.
1: <laughs> 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 but that's cool. I'm I'm uh, interested to hear what the surgeon says when you Me too. Uh, report back.
0: Dude, honestly, I was thinking I kind of want to like... My problem with doctor's visits like that is I kind of... Uh, it's, it's a, it's weirdly emotional sometimes. Mm-hmm. And so like, I'll forget what happens during the visit. I'll kind of, I'll like, remember the big, the bullet points, but I often forget the, the nuance of what is said. And so I kind of want to like ask him if I can record it so I can listen to it later. Uh, and then I I could, I could play a clip on the show. Certainly.
1: Or you could do what I did for my surgery consultation when I had my bowel resection, which was just turn on your voice memo in your pocket and not tell the doctor that you're that, recording it. That
0: could be too. I, I am certainly not above that. I would love to do that.
1: Yeah, I'm paying for this shit. Yeah,
0: yeah. I should get a recording of this. This is Record for Quality Assurance.
1: That's what I'm saying. When you, when you run your life like a business, every, every Zoom meeting has a record button. So I'm getting phone call and my phone was not on. Silent. it was not on on silent sorry
0: oh 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 i didn't hear it you're okay oh yeah um yeah so i might i might do that i will certainly update the listeners and you of course on on the results of that consultation uh i'll probably have to get an mri mm-hmm. do all those things I haven't had an mri in a bit actually
1: i was actually just thinking about this yesterday and i didn't look it up because i felt content to just not know i don't know what mri <laughs> stands for and I don't care to. Don't Ooh, tell me.
0: You know what? I don't know either. And let's just enjoy the fact that we don't know. Google, you know, Google.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's Give it to them. Give it's, it to them.
0: <laughs> Google, you know, everyone's walking around. They think everyone's so smart because they just get Google everything, but no one actually knows anything anymore. And so we should just relish in the fact that we don't know what MRI stands for.
1: I don't I know. know and I, I don't care to know.
0: I know what it does.
1: Yeah, you put you go in a tube.
0: You go on take, a tube, take picture. They take a picture, and is it's that like a, a
1: CAT scan or an MRI. I don't know.
0: They both take pictures. A CAT scan, an MRI is like a like a deeper picture. It's like a more detailed. Picture.
1: I'm sure if we knew what it stood for, we would understand what kind of a picture Absolutely. it is. Absolutely, but, but I don't care to know.
0: Unfortunately, we don't. And you we know what? Don't. I don't really know what CT scan, scan nope. uh, stands for either. And I, I don't need to know.
1: I've never known if it was CAT scan or CT stand, scan. They say one for real, and they say one on Grey's Anatomy, and it's like which is right.
0: That's very true, and you know what? We don't know, and that's okay.
1: I don't know, and I'm not going to know.
0: IV stands for intravenous. That's all I need to know.
1: Why did you tell me that?
0: <laughs> hey, man. Fuck you. I did not fuck need to you. know that. I did I not d- want to know that.
1: I didn't. Next you're going to tell me fucking something else.
0: Intramuscular. I am infusions. <laughs> <laughs> This is this is where your anger gets
1: gets yeah. pointed towards. Stop educating me. <laughs> I, I want to live in it. peace. <laughs> I want to be dumb.
0: A monk. <laughs> <sighs> uh, well. Again, I'll update everybody on that, but the the point is your boy made the appointment. He's taking the initiative. We're getting our knees fixed. We're living a good life. We're going to make know. it more comfortable.
1: In you're. You could say you're taking the first step.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I could say that. I certainly could say that. And you know what? It hurts, but I'm trying. I'm trying to make the next step a little more comfortable.
1: Sure. Hi, I'm that.
0: Michael Bishop.
1: <laughs> Good.
0: And welcome, Excellent. welcome to my journey. Um. Okay. What's next? What's next on the list? Mm-hmm. Uh oh! Obviously, the devastating news of today. Um, Vatira left Moist Esports despite yeah. their great season. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's he's already in talks with Carmine Corp to join that's, their squad.
1: That's what I was gonna say.
0: Uh, and Rise and Joyo are without a teammate despite being the best team in the world, which is you know very odd. And the Queen died.
1: Yeah, the Queen died, and I'm like, you know. Um, not, I don't have anything to say about that.
0: No, I don't either. I don't feel
1: like we don't, we shouldn't have opinions.
0: No, Ryan and I were talking about that earlier and, and, uh, we were like, listen, uh, you know, that sucks. Certainly. Um, rest in peace, but Mm -hmm. also this is going to take up a lot of our Twitter time. It's going to be all over. Mm Mm-hmm people are going to be doing bits or they're just going to be, you know, praising the woman or whatever and again respect uh rest in peace but also she's 96 let's just let's move on, you know.
1: Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, I mean I I, I
0: uh Ah. Uh, ah, uh, <laughs> uh, that is the response that America
1: should take. Uh, I mean <laughs> bummer. Bummer. <laughs> Sorry. That's um, a big bummer. Yeah, no, I've just I I've seen a, a lot of comments from people like f- in uh like formerly colonized lands that yeah. are just like we're not sad, and I'm like, yeah, that's okay. That's and fair. I've, and then I've seen other people who are from other places, and they're like, we are sad, and I'm like, that's also fine.
0: Yes, yep, that's very true. Yeah, that's very true. And as far as us, uh uh-huh. <laughs> I would love to make that the episode title but I don't know how to, I don't know how to spell it.
1: Figure it out. Figure it out. Figure it hey out, man. Michael.
0: Here's, hey a, here's an idea.
1: Oh, you stop fucking complaining.
0: <laughs> Subcutaneous. <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> i so mad.
0: So mad. And you know what? I get it. I understand. I'm mad. I should I shouldn't just be educating
1: no i didn't ask for this
0: i didn't you didn't ask for this and i don't really know what i'm saying so (laughs) Uh, (sighs) the last thing on my list was just that i I had i had an okay day
1: at work today (laughs) oh that's great i'm glad you had a good day you (laughs) (laughs) i i am do you, you want to tell me about how good it was? Well, it's funny. Just, I, you know, I wrote that
0: down because usually we record on Sundays. Mm-hmm. And so any good feeling I had about work is gone. And now the dread of Monday is approaching.
1: Sure.
0: Um, but since it's Thursday, you know, I, I was like, oh, I'm going to record after work. This is nice. I made a couple phone calls to patients. They all went well. We had good conversations. And so, you know, it felt it felt Good.
1: Good. I didn't didn't even have a particularly bad day at work. I'm just like annoyed, generally at life. I'm so fucking bored and Mm. sad and I'm bored of being sad and I'm sad about being bored and I feel so fucking stuck and I wanted to talk to my goddamn therapist about it, but all she wanted to talk about was my childhood.
0: I completely understand that. I think, I think we all get into that space sometimes, but like, it's funny because no matter what happens during the day, you it's, just
1: yeah, it's gonna end up like this.
0: Yeah, you have that feeling, and so it's like I'm, I appreciate you, world, for you know not making this worse, but also I can't give you anything other than uh this th- this like discontentment that I'm feeling, and that's you're just gonna have to accept that.
1: It feels like a very like c- cartoonish way to feel. Like I yes feel, yes I feel nothing is wrong. I just feel too big yeah (laughs) too big (laughs) i too big was not describing me too big was describing the way i am feeling i'm feeling too big
0: okay that makes sense like like
1: like, i don't think it did the is the i am feeling and i'm doing that too big
0: right right we're right that's yeah that's that's what i assumed that's what i assumed There you got is. you got the the cartoon like rain cloud over your head, and it's mm-hmm. like,
1: that's and I'm just there. like, I'm just my my arms are folded, but they're too high up on my body, and I'm just yeah. stomping around.
0: And the comedy comes from the fact that you're outside and it's sunny, but <laughs> it's sunny, but there's one on
1: singular rain cloud, and yep. my shoes are too big. You know, yes,
0: yep, 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 and they're kind of flopping weirdly, <laughs> kind of
1: flopping, and I don't <laughs> like it
0: like you pick up your foot but the shoe's still in the ground mm-hmm. and then it comes up yeah oh yeah
1: yeah, yeah. and it's like <laughs> what is wrong and it's like it looks like i have like six toe joints but it's not yeah. it's just the floppy shoe
0: yeah yeah you either have six toe joints or you bought shoes that were like three sizes too big at the very least mm-hmm. and for some reason have no structural integrity <laughs>
1: and maybe that's why i'm having
0: a bad day that could be you every you know you should get shoes that fit
1: I should get shoes that fit. And, you know, considering the fact that I'm not wearing shoes currently, I think I have to make that a metaphor into, you know, maybe I need to get a life that fits my desires and maybe I need to, you know, start prioritizing. I I was having a thought today. This is going to be sad. Uh, I was like, I wish I could have fun every day.
0: Yeah. Yeah. How do
1: people do that?
0: (laughs) I don't know. Uh, but I also have been feeling that recently. I, I, I will say, you know, uh, Santa Fe's wonderful organization. I very much appreciate the opportunity to work. But, yeah. um, but the, I think the reason the the fact that I had a good day at work today stuck out to me is because I also have been feeling like overwhelmed a little, a little stressed by everything. Uh, every little defeat or thing that like slips my mind or, you know, I didn't manage my time well or whatever hurts so bad and like weighs on me so much that I also have been having that thought a lot recently where it's just like can't I just can't I just like it would be nice to just enjoy days
1: yeah I'm not having fun
0: no (laughs) and maybe you'll relate to this too but like especially with with work stresses and stuff the the Every moment where I feel like I'm having fun feels like I'm ditching out on some obligation that I should be doing, which then in turn makes the fun not fun. And I feel guilt and shame every time I enjoy myself a little bit.
1: I don't think I've had guiltless fun in years.
0: Yeah, that's that's no bueno. No. No.
1: (laughs) It's super not.
0: (laughs) That's really not good.
1: No, it's bad. Yeah. And like either guilt or just like the feeling that you haven't earned it because you haven't done all the things that you're supposed to do.
0: Yep. Absolutely.
1: And, but that never stops that there's never something that I'm not supposed to be doing. And so I never get to do the fun.
0: Right. Probably.
1: And that's just gonna be life forever. And it's only gonna get worse as we get older and our bodies continue to deteriorate and our friendships get more distance because we're all forced to be individualistic because of capitalism. It's not gonna get better. What are we gonna do?
0: Uh, uh,
1: Michael, I'm serious. Yeah. I was (laughs) thinking about
0: taking a a cruise. Yeah, I gotta go on on
1: vacation.
0: Going on a cruise maybe? Up to oh. Canada? Yeah. Up to Canada? The well, I
1: think... Canadian cruise.
0: The old Canadian cruise lines, I hear they're good. The buffet on those things, fucking fantastic. Yeah. I go on cruises just for the buffet. Yeah. Um, well, I, I also think that uh, supporting one another through these, these difficult times is, is incredibly important and something I very much value, being able to, to call you, talk to you uh text you as our animals really helps me get through it. Uh and so Yeah, and I guess this podcast
1: is fun, huh?
0: Yeah, but yeah, exactly. I like doing it. That's the reason I do it. I fucking I love you very much. Uh I told you yesterday that if you or your dogs or all three of you needed me to kill a guy, I would
1: Yeah, which I don't know why Opal would need you to kill the guy. And if there's something I should be concerned about as our guardian, I would hope you'd let me know.
0: Oh, yeah I, I, yeah, I don't know of any debts or anything that she has that would, you know, require her to hire a hitman or something or, so, or some uh, security. Uh, but I'm just saying if anything ever comes up, I will. I'm, I'm ready.
1: That's good. Thank you. I'm we ready because I,
0: I love you three very much. You we sent me a photo that. of you on the bed with the two dogs, and I was just like, Every, the living creatures on that bed.
1: To be fair, I sent you a picture of like the two dogs and a little bit of my knee. I don't want the (laughs) world to think that I was just like, "Hi, Michael."
0: That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew I only knew Natalie was on the bed because that's where the phone was that was taking the photo.
1: (laughs) Right, right.
0: So, yeah, she. I don't just send Michael
1: selfies. (laughs) I should though. You should. I would. I would
0: love a selfie from you.
1: (laughs) Whenever I'm in front of something interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: but it's just you. You can't see the thing.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> single thumbs up.
0: Taj Mahal. Had a, had a,
1: had a great time. <laughs> I'm having fun. Look, Michael, if I ever had fun, I'd do that. <laughs> but, I, but I don't. So I, well, I'll only be in my bed.
0: Uh, yeah, but I, I love those selfies. Eating food,
1: which is where I was and what we were doing last night.
0: Yeah, but I love those. I would love those selfies too, because those makes me happy.
1: I had some very disappointing pad thai last night. Oh
0: God, that is the fucking. I hate again the simple pleasures that we need to enjoy. We need to enjoy them, Uh, and so when when you order food that you know you love, the food type, the genre, or the specific food.
1: And listeners, I've been known to say that Pad Thai is my favorite food. Okay. Yes. So I've got all my eggs in this basket, all my eggs yes. in this dish.
0: Yes, exactly. Uh,
1: all my scrambled eggs in these noodles.
0: When you, <laughs> when you get it and it's not what you wanted,
1: Mm-mm.
0: one of the more disappointing feelings of this world.
1: You know what else I was thinking about? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that one of the worst food. Now, I'm qualified to have an opinion on this because I do a lot of food ordering. Okay. You yes, don't do. not do not look at my Uber Eats order history because it's on a basis of frequency that I am embarrassed about.
0: I ba- uh, yeah, I uh, fully relate to that.
1: Uh but one so I'm qualified to have this opinion which is that I think the worst food to come to you in a delivery format is sweet breakfast.
0: Sweet breakfast like yeah. a pancake.
1: Like a pancake that's supposed to be like topped with fruits yes. and a whipped cream and like because they're going to give it to you disassembled, right? Uh-huh. Yep. And you're never going to be able to assemble it with the same – with the, the magic yes. that, that, it, that would happen had you got those pancakes in person. But
0: – Very true.
1: I can't – I can't What you, – you're saying that if I want pancakes, I have to go somewhere in the morning?
0: Yeah, insane. I
1: don't don't do that anymore. It's been two years of Uber Eats. I don't go places in the morning anymore for breakfast. Hell
0: no. Hell no.
1: What are you talking about?
0: Yeah, you're just going to eat at a restaurant before noon? Even (laughs) noon? Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. Uh, And this is true not only with like Uber Eats and delivery services like this. I found that that is also true even in like uh, when we're talking room service in hotels.
1: Yeah. If you're, yeah. If you're
0: ordering pancakes up to the room, it's uh, either going to come disassembled, as you said, or the sweet toppings atop the pancakes are going to be just in a state of disarray by the time they get to you. Yep. yep. And again, they're, they're just going from, from the lobby to, to room 1814. Uh, but in that time, something right. happens.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, and the, the whipped cream's going to be melted. Yes. The, cakes the whipped cream are going to be room temp. Yep. You know? Yep. Yep. You're going to get sticky putting it all yes. together. I don't know where it's going to come from. You're going to be very careful, but you're going to be sticky.
0: You're going to be sticky. You're
1: going to be eating, you're going to be holding your fork, and your fingers are going to be stuck together holding it while you're eating it. And you're going to think yes. this is unpleasant. Yep. 100%. Why didn't I get an omelet?
0: You should have gotten an omelet.
1: That's why I always get omelets now. Nowadays, I'm in my omelet period, but. I sport that I miss I miss pancakes.
0: I do too. I do too. But you know
1: it's those just of not, us that
0: live this lifestyle, it's hard it's hard to get them pancakes.
1: It's not in the cards for me no. anymore. The other uh this reminds me of a time that I told a man that I I I wanted to get pancakes and it was like nine o'clock at night. How cute, how quirky.
0: Yeah, so quirky.
1: And I, it was a man who I thought we were friends. I, yep. I was like, let's embark on a new friendship, new friend. Yeah. And I said, oh, let's fun. go get pancakes at nine o'clock at night. Love it. Friend. <laughs> I show I Natalie, you've and, said,
0: you've said friend a lot, which makes me think the story is not going to a good place.
1: He came and picked me up. I literally was in full sweatpants, messy bun, did not give a Buck.
0: That's nine PM pancake outfit. What are you that's talking 9 about? Yeah, that's
1: I, I was dressed for stomach expansion.
0: Absolutely. Yes. And
1: this poor gentleman, I could smell the cologne. He oh. looked great. He was ready to wine and dine me. And all I wanted to do was just animalistically shove pancakes into my face and yeah. go home alone and sleep by myself. And
0: that's that's the situation you presented. Listen, it
1: is. I you, I I did not misrepresent my intentions in the slightest.
0: We don't put cologne on to get pancakes, and that's just a rule of the land.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: That's not up to you. It's not up to me. It's not up to him. That's just, that's them's the breaks, you know?
1: I'm, I'm pretty sure we were going to an IHOP.
0: Yes. So IHOP is not an establishment where we dress nice, and we spray the cologne, and we go. It's just, they, they serve cops for free. What are we talking about? Mm-hmm. This, is not, this is not a high-class establishment. That is just, as you said, to animalistically eat pancakes and go home.
1: Actually, you know what? I was misremembering. It was huh? a Denny's.
0: It was a Denny's. Even worse. Even worse.
1: Even worse. Even
0: worse. That's true. That's very doing? true. What are you doing? What are we doing? What are we doing?
1: <laughs> Take me to Denny's. Okay. Yeah. Let me put yes. on cologne first. Fuck <laughs> you.
0: <laughs> Have you smelled a Denny's, sir? <laughs> That's not what we do. <laughs> Oh, boy. Well, you know, Natalie.
1: You know, that's all I got. We've I, hit, I
0: We've hit an hour.
1: I didn't have a lot in the cup, and now I have less, but I'm glad that I spilled it in the name of our podcast.
0: You absolutely did, and we fucking did it. We hit our hour.
1: Uh, Let's clock out.
0: We still love each other, and... The only thing left on my list? Did you says, think we is, weren't
1: going to love each other anymore after this? Did you think that the power of my crankiness was going to make you hate <laughs> me and then we'd have to cancel the podcast?
0: No, absolutely not. I'm just saying it's nice to acknowledge that we still love each other. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Not with, with no anticipation that that's going to change. It's just after, like, oh my God.
1: <laughs> after all of this, I really do think that this episode is the biggest trial and tribulation we've ever been through. <laughs> the biggest threat to our... <laughs> to our loving each other was this podcast.
0: I don't I don't think that's true at all. Not and not that there's been <laughs> o- obvious other ones, but I'm just saying this is this was not this was not terrible. I also frequently will say to Ryan after a really bad Rocket League session, at least we're still friends. You know, it's just like we we still have that and we always will.
1: Mhm. 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 Yeah. Great.
0: And yeah, the only thing uh, <laughs> at the bottom of my list is now therapy blue balls, which I think is what I'm going to call this podcast.
1: <laughs> that's a Paige Driscoll original. I cannot take credit for that yes, one. Yes,
0: absolutely. Full credit to Paige. That's a, that's a beautiful turn of phrase.
1: <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. Well, hey, listener, thanks for putting up with us this week, especially me. I know I was in a rowdy mood but um, we appreciate you tuning in and we appreciate your continued support and we hope that you will tune in for next week's episode when we have a very special guest that we haven't talked about at all so I'm sure you have no idea who it is.
0: <laughs> yeah it's gonna be a huge surprise. It's
1: gonna be a big reveal so stay tuned.
0: And we're excited for you guys to find out. Who <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, Yeah and thank you to Ryan and Brandel and Kevin Budnick and uh, you know Paige for everything always and yep. my Mom and my dogs and your mom and your cats and I think all that's left to say is good, good night, night, New, New York. York. We love you. Bye. My ex and I podcast. They're talking exes. For who? For the rest of us. Oh. Cord. Cord then we say something fun. I hope.